Good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 708 8 after 7. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Reunited, and it feels so good. The five uh, guys are back. The bananas have been reunited. I am here uh, hosting the show. Low T screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Vinny Potatoes joins us live from uh, from Jump Street, which Yo. is a rarity. And <laughs> Big Buford off of uh, back from his combination vacation slash sick day slash let me milk the teat of Cox Radio <laughs> to get every day off I can. boy. Look, you well, just burn all the PTO at once. I understand. That's I the get plan. it. Get uh, welcome back, Beef. How you feeling? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, much better than the last few days. Strep throat. Oh, dude. Yeah. It, it was like swallowing razor blades I for didn't like think three days. People That's over horrible. six years old could get strep throat. Isn't that like a young kid's disease? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's no, no hand, foot, and mouth like yeah, runs like around Longoria's house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I remember getting strep throat as a kid all the time. Yeah, I got it when I was younger. Too. Yeah, I just, but I, it sucks. I, I mean, oh, that's the first time I've had it since I was a kid. Yeah, I just uh, thought, uh, how blessed. how old's your girlfriend? Is she over eighteen? Where how'd you contract legal strep in throat? some states? So, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Little Sanjay's off. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, at this point, whatever. You want to play the breaking news sounder for that? Might as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where's Sanjay? Is Hector? Uh, Sanjay's taking yet another 30. He works seven minutes a week, but he, he decides to take off again tonight. That's right. We have another little guy filling in for little Sanjay. Alex Williams will join us next hour with Would You Rather. Johnny Cabasa will join us with a, a brand new fast food review. I have tickets to give away. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff. I want to start off the show. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this story. Vinny, you work in TV, so you might have seen this story. Mm. The rules of engagement that Steve Harvey oh, issued yeah. to his <laughs> employees. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, this this is pretty remarkable, and th- this caught fire on uh, on the internet. Blew up. Basically, Steve Harvey. You know Steve Harvey, uh, comedian, actor. I guess he hosts. Uh, Family Feud? Yeah, yes. Family yep. Feud. And right. do they still shoot that in Atlanta? I think they Yes, might. they do. So yeah. he's yeah. a part-time Atlanta guy, so this is kind right. of a local story. Um, and I guess he has a talk show, too. Yeah. So he sent out a memorandum to uh, all the employees of his talk show, or his TV talk show, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. upcoming rules for season five right. from Steve Harvey. I'm going to read it to you in case you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, th- this is pretty. This is pretty good. Uh, from Steve Harvey to his staff. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. So he's laying it out. These are the rules going forward. Uh, There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. And in in, uh, all capitals, no one. There will be no meetings in my dressing room, no stopping by or popping in, no one. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Hmm. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open my door, expect to be removed. By security. 
if you open his dressing room door, expect to be removed. Right. The uh, memorandum continues. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. Wow. These are his employees. Okay. Yeah. It continues. <laughs> I want all of the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. What that entails, I don't know. If he's got an ENG guy, that'd be you, Vinny. You can't, you can't talk to him. No technical people. Uh, you must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. All caps, no more. Wow. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. I love they have a doorbell in the green room. No. Harvey <laughs> show. I don't have a doorbell at my house. Yeah. We need to put one at your cubicle. We'll put a doorbell a door- there. Put a doorbell <laughs> there. I'm going to put one on the outside of the traffic center. Yeah. Just ring the doorbell. Um, it continues. I'm seeking more free time for me throughout the day. This is where it gets really good. Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. This is nuts. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway. Do not attempt to walk with me. Do not attempt... To walk with me. That is insane. Steve Harvey's letter to his uh, employees continues. If you are reading this, yes, I mean you. So the fact that I'm reading it, this includes me apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is good. It's for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Harvey. <sighs> Drop know. mic. Do, do you know how, yeah. much, how little work is how many balls are going to get dropped because people have to go through some arbitrary arbitrary to get just to a, make a an simple appointment. answer. Like yes. if I just need a yes or no answer yes. from you that I could text you or like, hey, Mark, it, that stuff's going to go unanswered. Things are going to drag out because it can't get him to get involved. That's just going to turn out poorly. I don't know how this guy gets on such a high horse, man. I just don't. Well, I don't, obviously I can't something to has happened to yeah. spur oh, yeah. this on. Oh, yeah. Like there was an incident that Steve yeah. Harvey's like, F this. I'm, I'm laying out the Ten Commandments yeah. of the Steve Harvey Show, and everyone is going to uh, adhere to them. Uh, it's I'm, I'm going to be frank with you. I'm adopting this on the Mark Aram Show. I mean, this, <laughs> yeah. this okay. policy. I thought you already did. Yeah. This policy is going to be adopted. I thought he stole it from you. By the Mark Aram Show. Um, Buford, I want you to take a, a memorandum Got it. to send it out to all of uh, – I want it sent to WSB Radio. Yep. B98.5, yep. KISS 104.1, mm-hmm. 97.1 The River, right. and Channel 2 Action News. Done. So you have we have the capability to email all of those entities in one email right? Uh, because we're all in the same building. We're all in the same company. Uh, I don't want anyone walking with me in the hallways. I just I don't. How about behind you? No. I want a 15-yard buffer, buffer zone. zone? <laughs> if no, you see nice. me walking down the hall. Slow down. Turn around. Go yeah. the other way. Run the other way Yeah. to make sure you keep that 15-yard buffer. If I, I'm going to add some rules. If I am in the handicap stall here in radio, no one else can come in and use the bathroom until I'm done. Can we talk to you? No. Can't talk to I you. Want, I want there to be a Trust market. me, nobody wants to go in that bathroom anyway yeah, while you're, you're in the handicap stall. So basically, nobody can use the bathroom. While I'm in there. So nobody can use the bathroom. Right. I mean, you're in there. <laughs> you're exactly. in there seven That's, and a half of yeah, the eight hours might as well here. Just close True. it off. Yeah. My, you know what? That Let's just make that my personal yeah. bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Let's right. just make that whole first floor first men's floor room. First floor bathroom. Yep. Yeah. Yours. And in fact, the women's room is right next to it. Yeah. Just close that. Yeah. Well, why don't we knock out a wall section. and make yeah. it a lounge no, for no, you, Yeah, you can knock out a wall. Don't be ridiculous, Vinny. Come on. <laughs> don't <That's>... be ridiculous. <laughs> like, on back to school. Like, the, the, the men's room and the women's room are back to back. 
Yeah. So sometimes I can hear the toilet flush in the women's room. Well, we'll stop that. Yeah, for yeah. You. it's very off-putting. Yeah, it's very off. We will stop that immediately. So we'll we'll let's just cordon that off. Absolutely. That'll just be a dead zone. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's my bathroom. No walking in the halls. Um, you got security people. You want to hire some security? Oh, people I've got them. Keep them. Dead? I've, I've yeah. got them already. I've All got right. them on standby. We're All gonna right. we're gonna make this happen. Uh, little Sanjay, he's little one of guy. them. Little Sanjay's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no coming into the traffic center unless you schedule an appointment. See, right now, people come into the traffic center. I'm doing TV. They'll stand right next to the camera while I'm doing my report. Sure. Then come in and talk to me. Like if there's a like Denise Darden, the lovely lady in uh, in in sales. The she's she's the 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 rock star of sales. She's amazing. She's awesome. She'll come in, stand right next to the camera. While I'm doing a traffic report with with new copy that I need to cut for radio. I'll finish my report. She'll come in and hand me the copy. And I have no problem with that because I'm a broadcast professional, unlike Steve Harvey. I have no problem with that. But that ends now. No more coming in the traffic. <laughs> no what, if, what if I have breakfast? I have no One exception. Food <laughs> delivery. I was about to food say. Delivery, One exception. Yeah. Food delivery. It's going to cut way back on the food. The Brett Rosner yeah. brings donuts every Friday. He has carte blanche. He does not need to make an appointment. Okay. Uh, Smiling Mark McKay will awful, often bring biscuits. He of course has. If you have food, food in hand, you it is kind in of hand. A gold card. Correct. Food in hand, and it better be food I like. Yeah. If you're coming in with beet salad, no. <laughs> so if I get a big stack of pimento cheese from from uh, the masters, yeah, I can pimento come in cheese with sandwiches, that. absolutely. Okay. All right. So that's the amendment to the rule: is uh, you can you can only talk to me without employment if you have food in hand. Okay. Food that I like in hand. Okay. Uh, in the parking garage, I don't need a special reserve spot. I really don't. I'm not that big. But wherever I park. No one can park within two spaces of it. Two spaces. Two. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I need that. That's I need nice. that buffer zone. I got. I got. Even behind you. Even behind you. Yeah. Too? Behind me. No. You could probably get away with that at night, but not in the morning. Well, that's the that's this that's is the, the Mark Aram show. The new rules. rules. Yeah. These right. new rules. Karen Menton's got to park out in the yeah. back now. Yeah. Scott Slade better park somewhere else. <laughs> Slade. Great. Well, Slade gets here before me, mm. so I will just. I am going to park in an empty spot where there's no cars around me. And then we're gonna have security cone off the two spaces, <laughs> yeah, in front, okay. uh, in front yeah. and behind. Which I don't think that. I mean, that's fine, right? We have plenty of parking. Yeah, at that hour, Every, yeah. Everybody yeah, else can find a there's space the, somewhere. There's no problem ever finding parking in the building. No, no, no not never. It's not a problem at all. Never. Um, obviously, I'm kidding. Uh, these are. Uh, They're ridiculous. It's hilarious, though. I, I really want to know the there's incident that, that caused Steve Harvey to go off. The reservation and write this ridiculous set of new rules for the Steve Harvey show. We will discuss this, of course. I mean, you know, you know, he's moving to L.A. with that show. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's. In fact, that was the way it started. Is that he hasn't said anything to his staff about the move. Like he's not taking anybody with him. Yeah. He's not thanking them for their service yeah. or anything. He's just up and leaving. What I want to uh, discuss here, obviously your thoughts on the Steve Harvey Rules of Engagement. That's what I'm calling them, the Rules of Engagement. engagement. The Steve Harvey Rules of Engagement, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. But I want want to personalize this because we've all had jobs with uh, people like Steve Harvey, okay, or bosses that have strange or odd rules in the workplace. I want to hear the worst rules you've ever had at a place of employment. The strangest, the oddest, the funkiest, the what the hell was he thinking kind of rules. That's what we're going to start with on the Mark Aram Show tonight. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You do not need to schedule an appointment to call the Mark Aram Show. That is not one of the Mark Aram Show rules of engagement. You are free to call at any time. It is Throwback Thursday, Longoria. What are we listening to tonight, my Bob friend? Bob Marley. 
Bob Marley in Bob. honor of. He died today. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. What year did he die? 1981. 81, something like that. Yeah. So he was alive while I was alive. Mm-hmm. I did not get, seven-year-old Mark Aram did not get to see Bob Marley in concert. I do not know <laughs> yeah. why my parents wow. did not take me to see Bob Marley. <laughs> Rasta Aram. Yeah, Rasta. I had dreadlocks. I had dreadlocks in college. Thankfully, <laughs> what? Yeah. That must have been attractive. There's no photographic evidence I got Thank that. God. Yes. It was an ugly Jewish dreadlocked head. Uh, worst, craziest, funkiest rules at work you've ever had to deal with. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Discussing Steve Harvey's rules of engagement. The Mark Aram Show rules of engagement. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Most ridiculous workplace rules you've ever encountered. Philip kicks us off in Marietta. Philip, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? What up, buddy? Uh, not much. Uh, I just want to let you know one of the craziest rules I ever experienced at work was I was a waiter, and uh, they wouldn't let us print off more than two receipts per table. And uh, I don't know if you guys ever waited tables or anything. Yeah, I did. Yeah, for years. Yeah. <laughs> That gets really annoying real quick uh, if you have to get managerial permission every time. To so, like if, a, like, if the five of us bananas go out to dinner and we say, hey, uh, Philip, we want separate checks, your boss is like, no. All right. You, you listen to the radio and then call me back when you answer my question. Barbara's in Lilburn. Barbara, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Um, <laughs> I'm caught off guard. Love your show. Thank you. And... Yeah, you're welcome. I we had to become Scientologists. That was a rule of your job. Wow! Wait, yeah. really? What what job back was in this? The day, like, well, can't say. Okay. But back in the day when it started, I mean, I don't want to disclose because that would probably bust me. Understood. Um, but that when Scientology was like a new, yeah, thought, new and exciting. Well, we used to get audited. And we'd have staff meetings, and we'd talk about, they were called PTSs, yeah. potential trouble. Yeah. No, so I, I've I mean. seen the documentaries. But so, but what line of work were you in, though? I don't, you don't need to name a company, or like, what was your job that you're like, you had to become a Scientologist? Um, we were in the healthcare profession. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. All right. And how long ago was this? This was a while ago? This was in the 80s. In the 80s. And so did you, I mean, did you become a Scientologist to keep your job? I got pregnant and left. Oh, all right. Good for you. Aren't Scientologists <laughs> against, like, medicine and stuff? Aren't they against, you know, taking well, pills? And... Um, I'm kind of in that alternative mindset anyway, so yeah. that part didn't so bother me. Out. It was the... Um... Can I ask you a personal question? Maybe. Is Tom Cruise a good dude or not? I mean, <laughs> he seems like a nice uh, guy. I think that they're all crazy. I yeah. just think that they're all yeah. just like... Would you I mean, rather even the, even Tom Cruise or John Travolta? Would I rather who? J- Tom Cruise or John Travolta? Neither. Neither? Wow. In their prime, Neither. not saying now. In their prime. Yeah. Tom Cruise or John Travolta? Neither. Neither. Like, really, neither. Not Saturday Night Fever. How about Sandra? Travolta? All right, let me do this again. Um, Olivia Newton John or um, who's the redhead that was married to Tom Cruise? Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman. There you go. There's a better would you rather. 
I, I prefer Nicole Kidman. All right, fair enough. Nice. Barbara, excellent call. You should not have been nervous. That was beautiful. Well, craziest workplace rules that you've ever encountered in your work life in honor of Steve Harvey's rules of engagement. I'm going to tweet some out, uh, some Mark Aram show rules of engagement as well. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. After news, weather, and tra- traffic, all of your calls. It's on Twitter at Mark Aram, Instagram Mark Aram. Old school, throwback Thursday. Bob Marley, it's the Mark Aram Show. Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show. 737 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call until 9 in the p.m. here on WSB. We literally have a full house here. Loti, Longoria, Vinny Potatoes, Buford back from vacation and sick leave. And uh, Nicole uh, Bennett, not Emmett, joins us live in studio from the WSB Digital Desk. We're discussing the fantastic memo crafted by one Steve Harvey going out to his TV show staff. Uh, basically laying down the laws for season five of the Steve Harvey show. Um, it's it's gold. And if you missed it, I'll read it again in, in 30 minutes. But I tweeted out the text of it on, on Twitter at Mark Aram if you want to check it out. It's fantastic. I'm going to adopt many of these rules of engagement when it comes to me and uh, and my job here at WSB Radio. Yes. Um, unless unless you have an appointment, you cannot come in the traffic center. What's the, the loan exception, Longoria? Unless you have food. Or... You are Nicole Bennett, not Ed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. Let, yeah, I should wow. put a list of women that are allowed in the traffic center. <laughs> yeah. Nicole sure. Bennett. Yeah, you Veronica do Waters. Linda Stouffer. Jovita Moore. Wendy Corona. Liz Arts. Karen Minton. Basically any female on the any third floor. Any female that can <laughs> yeah. make it down here. Yeah. Griffies. Audrey Washington. I said third floor. All of them. Audrey Washington. <laughs> um, Idaho. <laughs> Nef, Nef, Nefertiti, um, Taisha, Taisha, all yeah. Any female Ricky on the third Rick, floor, Ricky Klaus, Ricky Klaus, yeah. yes. All every female on the third floor can come into the traffic center right. without food and without an appointment. That those are the Mark Aaron show rules of engagement. Uh, I'm asking you the craziest workplace rules you've ever encountered, Nicole. You you are barely into the workforce. You're a, you're a little lass, young lass. Have you ever had any crazy work rules that you had to uh, adhere to? You know, I can't really think of any right now. Those were some of the craziest I've ever. The Steve Harvey ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't walk with him in the halls. Yeah. That's amazing. That's nuts. It's pretty amazing. Like, what if you're just accident? You know, you walk, you enter the hall at the same time as he does. Right. And, you know, and you know, you come out of a door and he's walking. You have to like you gotta stop dive and back wait. into yeah. the room. Yeah. That's gonna be awkward. You know, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, you talked to me. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah. fired. Uh, so, all right, let's go back to the phones. Kevin's in Dorville. Kevin, you're on the Mark Aram show. Oh man, I got so many good ones, but uh, I think the funniest one that I ever had was. Uh, um, I started to work at this uh, floor covering warehouse, and they had a sign up that said, "Anyone caught taking a dump outside would be fined two hundred and fifty dollars." Oh well, that's absurd. 
That's nuts. You should be able to dump outside anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. What what kind of job was this, Kevin? I just did that I, 10 minutes I, ago. I was in a floor covering warehouse. So they just had a lot of like subcontractors that had uh, just ba- like uh, bowel issues. Num- they just had like a bunch of. of uh, Arams? You know, people that just, I don't know. Because I asked a friend, it was my first day, and I was like, man, what are you talking about? Because they actually had a porta potty outside. But what was happening is it was in an office complex, and there was like a small little island of shrubbery that they were catching the installers just going out and taking a dump in. Well, two hundred fifty. There's times I'd pay two hundred fifty bucks to go to the bathroom, you know, in, uh, if I had well, the opportunity. This, this happened a lot. Yeah, and, like they also had like uh, um, they had to make a rule about uh, wiping your nose on the wall in the. Bathroom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you work with man where was that a flooring company oh that's fantastic the the manager one time had to go into the bathroom and take the dremel tool if you know what that is it's uh like a drill yeah absolutely we had to take a dremel tool and clean boogers off of the wall (laughs) what the the bathroom do you still work at this joint kev uh, no, it went oh, out of business. I, I, well, I, I would still be working there. I'd let. That's fantastic. I don't. It, I understand. You got booger detail. I've got a, a <laughs> yeah. phobia for porter potties. I would rather. I think defi- most people do. Yeah, I'd rather defecate in the bushes. Prov- have no problem. Pro- yeah, provided I had uh, TP yeah. or a wet wipe or something. Or a sock. It. Yeah. Or yeah. Vinny, <laughs> Vinny's on six minute probation. Okay. Um, <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> but I, I would. Yeah, I'd rather. Go in a bush than than some porta potties. Some porta potties are just gross. They've really fancy would, ones though. You ever seen the fancy ones? Oh yeah, the, the AC seed ones. Yes. Oh, yeah, the trailer ones. Yeah, those are nicer than yeah. With a little attendant there. I've I've had over one hundred. See, even though I love going to the bathroom, as you all know, <laughs> um, I've oh, been on a hundred straight flights, air airplane flights, without going to the bathroom on the plane. I am skeeved out by airplane bathrooms. They just they gross me out. So you you try to do your business right before you oh, get yeah. on the plane. So you're. I've you're got good. a whole a whole thing. A whole system. Yeah, I've got a ritual that I do I'm before sure I do. before I look, and I I limit the number of drinks I have on the plane. Oh yeah. I limit the snacks I have on the plane. Always drink hard alcohol. Don't drink beers on a plane. Exactly right, Chuck. Very I nice. I know. Early running for star of the show. <laughs> Blake's in coming. Blake, you're on the Mark Aram show. Yeah, when I was in the restaurant business in Florida, we had a manager that was obsessed with Star Trek. So if you wanted any time off, you had to write your time off in Klingon. Shut the front door. Klingon dictionary there. Um, he insisted that the pizza delivery guys were the were the away team. It was just uh, what what kind of job was this? Real man. What kind of job was this, Blake? It was uh, it, it was in the the restaurant business. It was a, a pizza restaurant. I was a server and a bartender there. So if but, you wanted uh, time off, you had to put your request in via Vulcan or whatever. In Klingon, Klingon that's right. Sorry. You had to translate it out of the dictionary. And funny enough, that when I actually went for a real job out of there, I listed it that I was bilingual. <laughs> Just that story to tell the interview. That's that's so weird. Did anyone object to it? Did anyone say, "Dude, come on, I just want Wednesday off"? I'm, I'm not. No, the, the, the guy was so quirky that we all just kind of rolled with it. You know, you got a, a pretty decent manager, and you understand that they're just uh, that they're just a little bit quirky. And you know, Star Trek was kind of a big thing, so. It's kind of it's kind of odd. No, we all just went with it, man. We just, just right. rolled with it. You're a better person. I would I I couldn't have done that. No way, Vinny. What if uh, your boss? Who is your boss? Gary Alexander? No, Dave Mass is my immediate boss. All right. But, uh, what if he Brian said? Smith. What if he said you need to uh, write your time off in Spanglish? 
Would you would you do that? I'd be working at Fox. <laughs> wow. Patrick's in Decatur. Patrick, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Patrick? Oh, it's a great day. Hey, I uh worked uh, up in Green Bay, Wisconsin um as a uh leader for a uh, construction crew. The owner of the business had a few uh construction companies. His uh policy was you had to work the uh full 15 minutes in order to get paid. Full 15 um, minutes of yeah. what? Full 15 minutes of the hour. So if uh, you were to start at 7 o'clock, um, if you showed up at 7.01 or punched in at 7.01, you didn't get paid until 7.15. Oh, interesting. So you had to pay, work the full 15 minutes in order to get paid for it. So after about a year, a year and a quarter, I was actually late two minutes. And I was the leader of the crew, so... The, the secretary started uh, telling me all the stuff we were doing and everything for the day. And I said, oh, hold on here. I'm not uh, getting paid yet, so uh, let's hold off on this. And she says, oh, no, you got everybody waiting on you. And I said, I said, rules are rules. Wow. Did that change the rule? No. No. <laughs> and you didn't get paid. <laughs> Have you guys ever worked uh, punch clock jobs? Have you ever had a job where, yeah. you, where you punch in your time card? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I, so w- when I waited tables, that was the... Probably the only punch clock. Yeah, no, when, I guess at the when I worked now, in a restaurant, that's where I did yeah, it same as here. well. But did you have coworkers that are like, dude, I'm, I'm running 15 yeah, minutes? Yeah, can you punch me can in? You punch yeah. Me in? Yep. yeah, Would you do that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I would. Do they that. do it for me. So. Yeah. The last yeah. job I had, we had to do that, and then they changed it to fingerprint, so you couldn't call your buddy and be like, "Hey, I'm picking up something to eat. Can you, you know, because you didn't have your fingerprint." So. Did you work at the CIA? No, wow. it was another radio station. <laughs> a radio station <laughs> required yeah. fingerprints. Wow, you had to type in a code and then put your fingerprint on it. What the hell? When I worked in Missouri and Lowe's, you had a little code. You just got in the time code thing, and you yeah. punched it in. And then they realized that all of us would just call our buddies, hey, could you do this real quick? And they, you'd punch in. So then it became you, you had a little thing. You just pressed your thumb on it, and that's how you clocked in and out. Wow. Interesting. Oh, we have... Too many people were not showing up for work or way late yeah. and getting paid. The, the smarter thing to do was, and I'm not saying I did this ever, but punch in on time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say my, my, my server shift started at 4 p.m., and I was out of there by 10 p.m. Mm. Whoever was closing, I'd be like, hey, punch me out when you leave at 11.30. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was the more likely scam. Not that I would ever do that. Right. But that was, instead of punching it. me in on time, punch me out leaving later. Sure. And no one would be the wiser. Uh, Robert's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Robert. Oh, it's Bobbert. Bobbert? Yeah, Bobbert. Oh, interesting. All right, Bobbert. Welcome to the show. Yeah, oh, first of all... um, the whole John Travolta and uh, Tom Cruise, definitely Tom Cruise in the prime, putting all the Scientology stuff aside. Barbarino killed it for the rest of his career. So, uh, There was a lot of stuff that killed Travolta's career, but but Pulp Fiction brought him back. I mean, uh, he had that, a... That's true, but to look past Barbarino is kind of tough. But um, anyway, with the job, um, no dumps before 12 o'clock. So you had to wait till 12 or go... <laughs> to the Walmart across the street if you wanted to do your business before 12 o'clock. Okay, I, I, I need to ask a lot of questions about this. That's what time did your shift start? Um, Usually about 8.30. And, you and I like to do my business in the morning, so I had to go to Walmart most mornings across the what, street. What was the rationale of your boss saying no defecation before noon? What was, the, what was his rationale? I guess because the bathroom was kind of close to the meeting area. So, 
guess bad I design. Door open and you ate some goat the night before. It wasn't too pleasant. Yeah, goat will make you gaseous. Um, what kind of business was this? This is um a uh, um sales sales position. What were you selling? You don't have to give me the name of the company, but what were you selling? What was the product? Uh, actually, uh, pest control. Okay. No dumping before noon. If you wanted to, you had to go to the Walmart. What did Walmart feel about that with all these uh, pest control guys dropping deuces in there? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't think they ever caught on, but, um, you know, you become a regular after some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you ever feel like you, uh, you feel guilty if to buy something? I do that. If I go to McDonald's to use the bathroom or Starbucks or something, you get a piece of gum or something? Yeah, I'll buy a pack of gum yeah. or, uh, you know, a six-piece nugget. Or, yeah. Or a <laughs> six-piece nugget. I'm not even hungry, but I feel guilty about using the bathroom. You just take it outside and yeah, throw it in garbage. I, I look at it like it's a public place. It's for everyone. I'm going to shop at Walmart regardless. Yeah. If I don't need something that morning and I need to take a dump, that's what I'm going to do. Longoria, how long would I last at a company where you couldn't potty before <laughs> oh, noon? Gosh. You'd be out the first <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> how long would I last yeah. there? It'll, maybe a day? Maybe. At... Well, I'll tell that story. If you have Fox Brothers, you wouldn't last yeah. half yeah, a day. Yeah, you wouldn't last I'll half I'll tell that day. story. Come back. Oh, a reminder. If you want to meet myself and the rest of the Bananas, we'll be broadcasting live next Wednesday, the 17th, from 7 to 9 p.m. at Gino's New York Pizza Bar, right at the corner of Piedmont and Cheshire Bridge. We'll be celebrating the I-85 reopen. The whole gang will be with us next Wednesday, 5 to 7, at Gino's New York Pizza Bar at the uh, busy intersection of Piedmont and Cheshire Bridge. We hope to see you there. We'll come back with more of your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Throwback Thursday on The Mark Aram Show. Seven fifty-five, seventy-nine degrees on Peachtree Street. In case you're wondering, the thermometer does work today. After I spilled coffee on it yesterday, everything's back and fine. It dried out. And it is working functionally. Uh, AJ's in Alpharetta. AJ, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call, man. What's going on? Um, uh, so I used to work in this restaurant. It was an upscale restaurant. Before the shift, uh, the manager would get everybody together and do this like pep talk. Like if you can picture. Like Bobby Knight at halftime trying to get the troops rally to go out there and kick butt in the second half. Like, and it was so profanity laden and just vulgar. Is that a restaurant? Yeah, a restaurant. Then he would make us all pray together. Then he would make us all do the Pledge of Allegiance before the shift started. Wow. (laughs) Pledge of Allegiance. What kind of, what kind of, you don't have to tell me the name of the restaurant, but what kind of dining was it? Was it like a steakhouse? It was was like fine dining. We only had one shift. It was from 4 p.m. till, you know, 10 or 11. You had to be there at 3. You know, get set up, have our pep talk, prayer, pledge of allegiance, go work. That's um, like, would he would he uh, always lead the prayer, or would it, you know, he pass it oh, around? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. He always led it, but he would keep his eyes open to make sure that you had your head bowed and that you had your eyes closed. What would you and make he, nightly at for tips? What was your average uh, pull? Oh man, I was easily walking out there two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars a night. Yeah, I'd put up with that. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. I'd put up with that now. If you can give me three hundred dollars <laughs> a night doing this it. show, I'd pray with uh, with Loti and Longoria every night. I'd put up with that now. Okay, right, AJ, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Does Erickson make you pray before the show? <laughs> no, he, no? <laughs> he I knew that was coming. I'm just just checking. What's funny is he mentioned the Pledge of Allegiance. I had an idea for next year. Let me know if we, what do you guys think about this. Okay. Every night we do the Pledge of Allegiance on the show, okay? Okay. But we have it taped by a different grade school class around Metro Atlanta. Okay. So, you, you know, like the second grade class at Mount Perrin Elementary yeah. 
we'll record the Pledge of Allegiance and we'll play it at some point during the Mark Aram show. Yeah. You guys alright with that? Yeah. Sure. Buford, you're gonna have to organize this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're the one that's gonna have to go I to the school and yes. record those. Alright, I'm gonna reread the Steve Harvey Rules of Engagement letter and when we come back, the memo. I've also tweeted it out. All of your calls after news, weather, and traffic, the craziest workplace rules you've ever encountered. 404 872 750 This is the Mark Aram Show. This music. No. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 8077 After 8. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 on WSB. Everybody's here. Loti, Longoria, Vinny Potatoes, Buford back from vacation. We're discussing the Steve Harvey Rules of Engagement, a memo leaked that he sent out to his staff prior to Season 5 of his talk show. I will uh, transcribe it real quick for you here. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you to all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show, there'll be no meetings in my dressing room, no stopping by or popping in. No one do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open my door, expect to be removed. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. Just to look at them could get you fired. Insane. I want all the ambushing to stop now. Ambushing. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I've been taken advantage by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. I'm seeking more free time for me throughout the day. Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway. Do not attempt to walk with me. I will not entertain you in the hallway. Is it supposed to be juggling? (laughs) <laughs> doing card tricks doing his act yeah like what's going on there uh if you're reading this yes i mean you everyone do not take offense to the new way of doing business it's for the good of my personal life and enjoyment thank you all steve harvey so that leaked out yesterday steve harvey has uh since defended the memo <clears throat> he explains to entertainment tonight quote i could not find a way to walk from my stage to the dressing room to sit in my makeup chair to walk from my dressing room to the stage or just to sit and have lunch with somebody without somebody just walking in. I've always had a policy where, you know, you can come and talk to me. So many people are great around here, but some of them just started taking advantage of it. I'm in my makeup chair. They walk in the room. I'm having lunch. They walk in. They don't knock. I'm in the hallway. I'm getting ambushed by people with friends that come to the show and having me sign this and do this. I said, wait a minute. And in hindsight, I probably should have handled it a bit differently. That's what I was going to say. Wouldn't it have been more helpful or make more sense to sit his staff down and do this than to write a snarky memo? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Anyway, we're discussing Steve Harvey's rules of engagement. I'm throwing out the Mark Aram rules of engagement. The latest one, no one allowed to chew ice in the studio. That will get you fired. You almost slapped potatoes when we went out to eat that one yeah. time for uh, Jim Michelle. I almost, caught, I almost <laughs> caught an elbow to the head. Yeah. Wow. That, that look great. he gave you, that wow. look he, he gave bucked you, on you, too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. nothing oh, personal, yeah. Vinny. I've, I've got a mental thing. Man. If you chew ice in front of me, 
I will punch you in the face. You should have yeah. seen him at breakfast when I licked my fingers. One oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god, that's yeah. another thing. No licking fingers. Yeah, yeah. Like that actually came up when. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah, of course he got, it he got me with the ice. He had yeah. to bring him. I mean, your he bit into as well. the ice and he turned to him and was like, "No chewing ice. No chewing ice." Did he bow up on you like he did on me? No, Vinny would kill. No, me. he didn't bow up. He just <laughs> looked at me sternly. He looked at me sternly. Potatoes would house me. I would not do that. So I put away the ice. I figured if I want to be on the show, I got to put the ice away. You're a good man. You did not get fired. Uh, your worst work rules. That's what I want to hear. The worst or oddest work rules you've ever encountered. 404 872 David's in Tucker. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, going back in the show's history, I think you should allow large flying bugs, though, uh, in your studio. For Jennifer Griffey's to attack Oh, yeah, I remember exactly. that. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'd love to hear the audio of that thing from that show. Uh, the weirdest thing I had was I came out of high school, got a job at the local mall, the restaurant, busing tables and doing food prep. Well, food prep, you're not interfacing with the public. Busing, you're kind of following behind. You're not taking orders or anything. But the policy was, and mind you, we're getting minimum wage here. Yeah. No tipping. So you so, couldn't accept a tip so, as a busboy? Well, some, every once in a while, someone would do it. And I'd have to scamper out to somebody with their quarter. Um uh, because it was a no tipping policy, I didn't know what the consequences of just you know going. Oh, okay. Because um, it wasn't posted anywhere that I'm aware of. But you know, we had a a cafeteria style, so we didn't really have a wait staff. It was just me cleaning things up after our patrons had had departed. But I thought that was just weird. Why would you go through that hoop that's not necessary, and you're already paying these people minimum wage? I, I am a firm believer of not just tipping, but over-tipping. Did you ever see uh, My Blue Heaven with uh, St- uh, Rick Steve Moranis Martin? and Steve Martin? Steve Martin, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like him. I don't believe in tipping. I believe in over-tipping. I don't care if they say no tipping. I'm tipping you. You are getting tipped by Mark Aram. That's the way I work. Uh, Lee is in Cleveland. Lee, welcome to the show. Hey, is that me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, it was 1972. Sheriff's Department outside of Sacramento, California, and the rule was back then um, the women had to wear skirts. There was no pants allowed at work, but you had to wear a panty girdle. You had to wear a panty girdle. You weren't allowed to wear. Wait, what? What? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. What's that phrase? What is that? It's a panty girdle. They didn't have pantyhose. Pantyhose weren't invented. What the? So what's put, a, what's a panty girdle? I've never heard that phrase. Well, a girdle doesn't have legs in it, and a panty girdle has legs in it. So you couldn't wear a girdle because the garters would show part of your thigh, and you couldn't wear a garter belt because that would show part of your thigh. So you had to wear a panty girdle with your stockings. I'm going to look that up. I don't know. Yeah, what I, it sounds like Spanx. I'll show you later. I'm wearing one Yeah, right yeah, <laughs> something like that. That's what it's like, but it, it connects to your stockings. But that was the rule in the sheriff's department. Wow. That's interesting. How long ago was that? 1972. All right. I'm going to adopt that. Mark Aaron rule of engagement. No <laughs> panty girdles unless you're Longoria. No, okay. Longoria's that, allowed to wear That's not going to look good. <laughs> okay. That's not very fair. Longoria. That's not fair at all. Yeah. yeah. Vinny Potatoes, yeah, in Longoria. And be, you know what? Anyone can wear them. I don't know what I'm thinking. Excellent. Panty girdles. Way ahead of you. I, I got them I'm on gonna now. I'm going to buy you all panty girdles. Nice. That's nice. how much. Lee, thanks so much for the call. You're welcome. Take Bye. care, hon. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's time. Now time. For Would You Rather with Little, Little Alex Williams. Sanjay off again. 
Alex Williams stepping up in the traffic center, filling yeah, yeah. in for the little guy. He is not the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of the unanswerable questions, but he's our favorite little guy in the traffic center. Tell the folks about my strict no ice chewing policy, little guy. Yeah, I get uh, scolded for that at least once a day. Yeah. Well, you don't mm. learn. Wow. It's just habit. You're like a you're an untrainable dog. You Sometimes just, I'll do it just to see if you hear it. I of course I hear it. <laughs> I can me? hear it from a mile away. He calls me upstairs and tells me to stop. Yeah, <laughs> stop chewing ice. All right, little guy, let's uh, hear the first question. So, uh, little guy is going to ask us questions. We're going to answer them. You can play along in your car. Feel free. Uh, first question, little guy. All right, first one's pretty basic. Uh, would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life or be sticky for the rest of your life? That's a really good one. Um, yeah. I, 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 as, as you know, I have a back scratcher in the traffic center. I have a back scratcher on my desk. I hate being itchy. And as much as I hate being sticky, I'm going to take sticky. I'll take itchy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sticky for, for sure. Low T. I, I got to go itchy. I don't like sticky things in my yeah. hands. And I'm, I can't. No, that sucks. But <laughs> yeah. being itchy is Yeah, but word. itchy's horrible. God, I'm, I'm getting itchy sticky. thinking about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go sticky. Did you ever, did you guys ever break an arm? And have a cast on your arm. Yep. No. No. And the itch, the itch, that's the worst itch in the world. Sticking like a ruler down there to yeah, itch? Yeah, exactly, right. little guy. Clothes like hanger. A little piece of metal that you had to get the, the worst. Yeah, that's a good question, though, little guy. Way to come out strong. All right, next one. All right. Would you re- would you rather reverse one decision you make every day or be able to stop time for 10 seconds every day? I don't see the benefit of stopping time for 10 seconds. Like You I might can't... have a chance to think about a decision before you make it. I don't know. Like, the only benefit I could stop time for 10 seconds, I could stop time right now, go over, give uh, Vinny a noogie, yeah. come back here and stop time and, <laughs> and start time. Yeah, I don't see the benefit of that. I like the first, what was the first option? Uh, reverse one decision you make every yeah, day. Yeah, I like that. I'll do stop time. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, reversal. Vinny? Reversal. Yeah. Low T? I would think you would want to stop time, even if it's just for 10 seconds, given your bathroom habits, it would give you an extra <laughs> exactly. 10 seconds to get back to the microphone. But aside from that, what's the benefit? Like, you, reversing a decision could be big. Eh, I don't make a lot of big decisions, so I'm going with stopping time. Yep. Really? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Mean, I don't what, what, well, deci- what saying, big decisions but, do I make that I need to reverse? But in the, but, How about your socks? Yeah, but you know, in the future, you could have a big decision that you want to reverse. It's maybe nice to have that ability. I guess. But Pausing I time like, for 10 seconds is nothing. Yeah, you never know. All right. You do a lot in 10 seconds. I'll pause time for 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> You're going to pause time? Yeah. All right, next question, little guy. All right, um, a little similar, but it's definitely different. Would you rather continue with your life as it is or restart it? So I get to, I'm like a baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you, just, you can start from scratch or just continue as is. There's things but you I, might want to be When different. you say start from scratch, I am a baby. Like, I'm just being born. No, uh, let's say a start where something might be interesting, like around 10, around puberty. You can start over then. <laughs> it's yeah. something interesting. But do you know, do you know now what you... <laughs> yeah, do you keep, you keep Do you keep knowledge? the knowledge? No, it's a total total start from scratch. So you don't know anything. You're just starting all over again. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to start over. You can make the same mistakes you made already. I mean, yeah. since you don't know any better. Like, why you assume that I made mistakes? Well, I'm just saying. Come on. <laughs> what was the first part? Um, would you rather continue with your life as it is or start from scratch? Oh. I'm going to start from scratch. I'll start from scratch. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Rethink your career moves. Yeah. Potatoes? Shots fired. I don't think anybody – I think everybody usually thinks that they could start over. Yeah. Sometimes. I, I would have fun. But I, fun. I think you know, starting over. Buford yeah. could go back a week and not get sick before he came back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Low T. I, no, I would keep going. I, yeah, you you like where you're at. Yeah, I, I hit a pretty good. You asked yeah. me a couple years ago, maybe, but now nah, I hit yeah. a pretty good stride. Longoria, so. 
Yeah, I think I'll keep going. Yo, you got the daughters. Yeah, and I mean, all I that can, good stuff. Yeah. You got Sopa Pia. I got that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next question, little guy. That was a good one, too. All right. Would you, I don't know if I, I feel like I might have heard this one before, but I'm not sure. I still think it's a good question. Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent person? It's, it's both. I'm both I knew consistently. He was do that. I am both. <laughs> well, you can't. You have to be one. No, it's, it's, I can't pick. I am both. Every room I walk in, I'm the funniest person in the room. I think anybody who person. listens to this show knows that at least one of those is 100% not true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can exactly. decide which one. There are very few, all right. There are very few rooms where I walk into where someone has a higher IQ than me. That's what I'm saying. Wow, we should put that to the test sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So everybody do an IQ so test. So humility is not a part of this at all. No, no. no. I'm no. I'm definitely not the most humble guy. Um, I'm gonna go smartest in the room. I'm gonna go smartest in the room because it's not often where funny is appreciated, but uh, but see, I think. Intelligent comes off smug. I think funny would be more appreciated than intelligent because yeah. you're not going to wow me with your big brain. But no, but it's, here and it, can be more functional. it can be more functional. It could be more functional. I don't care how functional you are. Like if we're walking. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about like, you know what I'm saying? For like people that are around you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to come in and, and, you know, start reciting. Physics. Uh, yeah, physics. Oh, okay. But if someone says, hey, what's the capital of uh, Turkey? I'll, I'll have that knowledge. Istanbul. I'll have that knowledge, you know. So you'd be like Alex Trebek. I will be like Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin. Yes. <laughs> Cliff Cl- yeah. Great. <laughs> Bet it all on Jeopardy. Yeah. Longo? I mean, uh, Buford? Uh, I'll do Funniest Guy. Larry. Funniest Guy? Yeah, yeah. Funny. Vinny? Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would go Funny. I just don't funny. say anything. Yeah, Funny. All right. You got one more, little guy? One more. All right, real quick. Would you rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or always feel like you have to sneeze but not be able to? Oh, sneeze. Sh- uh, People kill themselves uh, with hiccups. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneeze. Yeah. Sneeze. For sneeze. Sure. Yeah, I've had extended hiccup. I sneeze. Yeah, yeah, sneeze. The Find the audio because we talked about this oh, years no, ago on the we... show of the girl that can't stop, stop. sneezing. <laughs> Find that audio. We'll play that when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB talk. Let's give little Good guy. Good job, a clap. little guy. I was just going to say. Way to go. Yeah. I was just going to say. You did a great job. Well I need some coffee. Those are Fantastic. great questions. Um, the worst uh, work rules you've ever experienced in honor of Steve Harvey's rules of engagement. 404-872-0750. Throwback Thursday with. Bob Marley. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'd like to amend my last answer. I'd rather be the funniest guy in the room because uh, (laughs) the capital of Turkey is not Istanbul, it's Ankara. So obviously I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I would like to be the funniest guy in the room. Oh, that's the girl sneezing? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't deal with that. No. Sounds like a laser blaster. But people yeah, really. but people with, that have hiccups permanently kill themselves. Let me hear the sneezing later. <laughs> Poor girl. That's wasn't it fake, though? No. Oh, this one that's was real? Yeah, but it was a mental thing. It wasn't a physical thing. Yeah. They said the doctor said is there's nothing wrong with her physically. Yeah, like wow. One more time, Longoria. I can't. I can't get. It. <laughs> but the problem is when you sneeze a lot, it hurts. You can wrap it yeah. up. Like your chest hurts. At least yeah. mine does. I'm surprised I still had the audio. Yeah. Good job. Russ is up next in the Mark Aram show. Hey, Russ. Hey, what's up? Oh, hold on. We missed your intro. Let's Russ, that. come here a minute. I want to talk to you. There you go, buddy. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? I want to say something about John Travolta. Okay. Because you were talking about it. You know, um, I was watching Grease, and I've seen it a hundred times, but the other day at the end of the movie, I, I'd never watched the credits before, and it said, Waitress Ellen Travolta, 
And I said, who the heck is Alan Travolta? It's his sister, I You know he's got a sister that's an actor? Well, I do now. Yeah. I didn't know. And listen, I, I said, Alan Travolta, she was on like, uh, she was Chachi's mother. Right. On, on that show. She was on Happy Days and she's on some soap opera. And I'm thinking, my goodness, John Travolta is like the biggest actor in the world. Everybody on the planet knows who John Travolta is, but I've never heard of Ellen Travolta. Have you? No. Yeah. Have you heard of ever heard of Joe Longoria? <laughs> well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, I got to run, buddy. Have a great weekend. 404-872-0750. Gus, Marco, Taylor, David, Diane, James, hang tight. Your call's next. We're talking about Steve Harvey's memo, his rules of engagement. What are the craziest work rules you've ever had to put up with? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB. Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Throwback Thursday. This is the Mark Aram Show. to the show 836 24 in front of nine mark aaron with you till nine monday through friday on wsb radio come see us live and in person next wednesday it'll be me buford low t longoria and maybe vinnie potatoes you betcha we'll be broadcasting live from gino's new york pizza bar at the piedmont uh, the corner of piedmont and cheshire bridge celebrating the i-85 reopening uh that'll be next wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m at gino's new york pizza bar it's going to be a huge party the whole traffic team's going to be there great italian food peroni beer you like peroni longoria uh, i keep calling you longoria do i need to get a haircut or something i don't know who's more offended who should be more offended buford or longoria me. That <laughs> <That's> me. <laughs> Andrew. you ever had a peroni that's a good italian beer uh, yeah. i don't think so it's an italian pilsner yeah it's very good Sounds peroni good. i'll buy you all the peronis you can drink next wednesday okay. just buford what? just buford deal I'm on the wagon. Vinny's on the wagon. Are you okay, Loti? Yeah, I'm fine. Why? I saw you walking out of the studio like you've been riding a, a horse for an hour and a half or something. <laughs> Me? Yeah, Just like now? Had, yeah, you had, <laughs> had like to go to the this, bathroom. Is that what it was? Maybe you were walking funny. Oh. Well, you're okay. Must yeah, let no, it really I'm go. Right. <laughs> I think so. Uh, we continue to discuss <laughs> the uh, Steve Harvey memo. In case you missed it, I tweeted it out. Uh, just crazy stuff that he's asking for his staff. The craziest work rules you ever had to deal with. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Gus is in Winder. Gus, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Mark, preach. Welks, buddy. What's going on? I had a manager who, uh, he's, the, he's the kind of guy that you uh, figure out boss spelled backwards. Double S-O. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> anyway, he required everybody to come in for an hour on a Saturday morning, 8.30 for, to 9.30. Everybody. For what? Well, this is a video store, and he thought they ought to have all the latest information about things going on. So he'd have an hour of technical training. When you say video store, do you mean like Blockbuster? Well, yeah, back back in the 80s. And, but the only the only good thing was we got to pick up our paycheck during that hour, and he would bring us like donuts or biscuits or something. I don't care. There's there's no way if I'm not working on a Saturday, I'm certainly not coming at eight a.m. on a Saturday morning. And I love donuts. 
Vinny knows. Uh, you do I, love donuts, yeah, I do yes. love donuts. That's crazy. And everyone did it? Was it mandatory? Mandatory. God, did you get paid wow. for that hour? Oh, yeah. You got paid for the hour, plus you got uh, you got to pick up your paycheck. So, so you, you got $5. Because... Well, no, they're making about... Uh, about five dollars. Yeah. yeah, about five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Back then in the eighties, yeah, got five bucks donuts, and you had to wake up at seven on a Saturday morning. No, right. thank you. Unless you got you. your commission check. Yeah, no, th- you had commission at Blockbuster. Well, it wasn't Blockbuster. Oh. It, was a, it was a both a video tape and video equipment store. Oh. I mean, high technical. Fancy. Was it a porn store? I was just going to say commissions <laughs> on a certain <laughs> kind of video. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Want to be up on the latest porn? porn. Family. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Gus, appreciate the call, buddy. Uh, James in Atlanta. James, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, that's me, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought of this in years until you mentioned the Steve Harvey thing, and then I had kind of a flashback. I was working in uh, Hollywood a couple of, well, it was a while ago, back when the uh, trilogy was going to get released back to the theaters, and I had the possibility that I would end up going up the Lucasfilm Ranch to do some work. And they said, don't, whatever you do, if George is walking down the hallway, look down. Don't look him in the eye. George Lucas. You'll get canned. George Lucas. The bearded guy. And I was like, wait, what? Really? That that doesn't make any sense. So, never ended up going up there. But then, five years ago, or a little, eh, seven years ago, working with THX, I heard the exact same thing. I'm like, you can't be serious. How does a guy get any work done if all his subordinates aren't allowed to look at him? Yeah. So, yeah, kind of a weird one. I, I that, that seems like not Mark what his do the same thing. Not what his public persona is, though. <laughs> you know, George Lucas seems like a man of the people, and <laughs> yeah, yeah it, no, he 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 seems really chill, really kicked back, and everything you see him in, and I. I can't say 100% certain it's true. I never actually ended up up there on either occasion. But I was forewarned it would go very badly for me if I happened to look him in the eyes. And I was like, wow. That's a strange. Can one. you look at him in the groin? Would that, <laughs> would that... I don't know. You're supposed to just look down. All right. Look fair down. enough. Well, it's good to know if I ever meet George Lucas to yeah, uh, look not down. look him in the eyes. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T Bone Pickens, what's cooking? Not a whole lot. How are y'all? How you how, how are you holding up, girl? I can actually get out of bed as opposed to rolling out of it now, so that's good. Very good. Vinny, you're almost there. There we go. You can almost get out of bed instead of rolling. How much have you lost now? 73. 73 pounds wow. lighter. Vinny Potatoes. Unbelievable. All right, uh, what's on your mind, buddy? Okay, so one of the little jobs that I did before I um, got my big girl job as a dietitian, one of the rules in the handbook, and I believe they were probably only 10% serious, um, was if you experienced sexual harassment from another employee, you had to write that employee a thank you letter. What? Yeah. Wow. I'm got, not kidding. I got a whole drawer full of thank what you letters. What <laughs> <laughs> A whole drawer full of What have. kind of job was this? I'm, well, I really like the people I work for, so I don't want to out them on the radio, but it was just like one of these little, one of these little shop jobs that I did before I got my current job. And so, like, if somebody were to slap me on the on the butt, I'd have to write them a thank you letter. I never did, but that was kind of the rule. You never wrote him a letter? He never wow. got slapped in the butt. 
Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I now, feel your pain. Me too. I slap a lot of people on the butt at work. Yeah, thank I've you. Never gotten, yeah, I've never gotten a single thank you note. It's all dudes. I never do it to women. That's what I'm saying. Like that. That was one of the things. It was like you know, you just whack a guy in the butt and go, "Good game." You know, like. Good game. Yeah, no, yeah. those were all dudes that would do it to me. God bless. But right. It sounds really creepy, but these were all like really cool guys. So yeah, it was one of those. It was really cool sexual. Like, yeah. Cool. It doesn't. It no was kind of easy breezy sexual harassment. It wasn't like the hardcore <laughs> stuff. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm sick of the dog, Mark, but I'm still wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take and still covered with cheese and still aiming to please for you, you on a Thursday night. Do you have strep throat like Buford? I got something that's going around. I think it's like a, just a cold. You know how you just go through the day and you're getting sicker as the day goes on and everything just kind of gets, you know, yeah. the sheen kind of goes off everything. It's kind of one of those deals. I hope it doesn't last very long, but it's still not enough to not make me excited about yeah. the porky things going on at Hardee's because we talked on Tuesday about the other side of this porky coin, and that was the apocalypse breakfast sandwiches where they had ham, sausage and bacon well now they've also got on your entree lunch or dinner menu the baby back rib thick burger god that sounds amazing so does. <laughs> break this down for us what's going on on this burger yeah let's go uh bun to bun bottom to top <laughs> like we always do yes. you got your bun you got some sweet barbecue sauce you got some onion straws which you can take or leave i don't really care yeah you got your thick burger you can have a third pound thick burger, half pound thick burger, quarter pound thick burger, any one you want. And then real boneless baby back ribs just <sighs> plopped on top of that. And then more sauce and more bun. That's a game changer. We've never seen anything like this. That's heaven. No, we've never seen a fast food joint that could actually debone baby back ribs yeah. in a manner that is logistically sound enough to where they can actually put real ribs on a burger. But hey, Hardy's. They go the extra mile when it comes to decadence. They do. I, I, I love me some Hardee's. Now, the question I have is, and I know it's going to vary location to location, that this seems like it would be a pricey piece of uh, food to purchase at a fast food restaurant. What's the price point on this, Johnny? Yeah, it's, it's one of your higher dollar price point thick burgers. It's, and depending if you're an Alpharetta or Decatur, yeah. you know, it's going to run you six fifty in the wrong place. Just sandwich alone. <laughs> it's going to run you six fifty in the... So I heard about this. Uh, well, I'm, I'm on board. I don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah, absolutely. if there's a Hardee's nearby, I will buy every one of those uh, next week. So there was a, a guy... I heard about this over the weekend. Some guy made a bet that he could eat $10,000 worth of McDonald's. What? And I don't know the time cool. frame. So we we were talking about I was talking about this with my buddies. And I'm like the the easiest way to win this is to go to a McDonald's at an airport. Because the prices as you know, if you go to an airport, higher, yeah. that you know, a Big Mac yeah. that'll cost you $3, sure. you know, on Howell Mill, it's going to cost you 5.90 at an airport. Yeah. But you're still talking $10,000. Yeah. I don't know. I got to be for Google that. McDonald's bet See what the parameters were on that, because this I'm I'm healing all this third hand, but um, I just thought that was an interesting thing. It was like a thousand dollars was a thousand dollars with McDonald's 1, in yeah, what um, in how long? Thirty six hours. 
36 hours. Oh, that's no way. Poker pro to attempt to eat $1,000. Yeah, who's a poker guy? Who was the guy? Some access denied to that website. Some Hold big on. dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, that's thanks to me. They shut down all the poker is websites. Is that what it is? Okay, here, all thanks these to poker, me. I can't get nice. it. All these yeah, no, that's too Yeah, they're funny. all blocked. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, Johnny, is that doable? $1,000 worth of McDonald's in 36 hours? No. No way that's nah, doable. I don't know. Even if you go to the airport McDonald's? Like, if you go to the airport yeah, McDonald's no. and it's, you know, the prices are doubled. <laughs> still not? Sorry. <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> Even double. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's no, a lot, that's go, a lot of food. That's a yeah, lot. Even of, if you're going a good thing, ten dollars a pop, you have to do a hundred ten dollars sittings in a day and a half. There's no way. <laughs> What's the biggest ticket and item on the McDonald's? Way the twenty piece nugget is probably the most expensive thing on the item on the menu, right? A twenty piece. Um, and that's only about five bucks these days. I would def- I would go with the uh, triple quarter pounder with yeah, cheese. Right. Or maybe yeah. What if you get the Happy Meal? You don't have to eat the toys, obviously. What are you gonna eat? You gotta get, get two thousand Happy Meals. But you get apple slices as an option. I don't know. I could eat a lot of filet of fish. What about that fiber? Yeah. That fiber's I mean, you gonna essentially have to eat nonstop for thirty six hours. Yeah. Well, that can be done. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know, man. Little, if he could do the drink, some of the drinks are expensive. Food. Little herbal remedy, and then then hit the McDonald's <laughs> thirty six hours straight of eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, can, all right. Let's can do you it. purge Johnny? Noodle that around. Next Tuesday, come up with Johnny Kilboss's plan on how this can be done. Okay. The best way. The best way that this guy can win his $1,000 McDonald's bet. 1000 bucks of it's McDonald's. $200,000 bet. $200,000 bet? Yeah. Oh. I'd do that for, I'd do that for 200 grand. grand. But if you don't yeah. do it, you have to pay 200 grand. Yeah. So that's the rub. That's All right, nuts. Johnny, get your, your crack staff to work on this, my friend. I will break it down for you on Tuesday, Mark. All right. We appreciate you as always. And it's the cholesterol time, baby. So Follow me on Twitter. Listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykilbasa.com. Johnnykilbasa.com is the website on Twitter at johnnykilbasa. Appreciate you, brah. Anytime, brah. All right. We have one segment to go. I got tickets to give away as well. 404-872-0750. Throwback Thursday. Bob Marley, The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show. We got to fly through this. Uh, Chuck, who is on line seven? Been holding a really long time. Buck. Buck. Uh, Buck Johnson joins us on the Mark Aram show. Buck, what do you have? Buck, last name's not Johnson, sir, but I want to <laughs> say three things real quick. Okay. Number one, your team is awesome. No more sick leave for anybody because if anybody's missing, your show suffers. Wow, I agree. I even Buford. <laughs> even when I'm gone, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been listening Buf. that long. Uh, he must be Number new. Two, as far as jobs. I work for the government close to you. I used to have a supervisor, and he would make us park our work trucks exactly center of our parking spots. Dude, my wife worked there three or four years ago as a seasonal. She went and parked her truck. The dude come out there with a tape measure and made her move the truck one inch to the left. Shut up. Lastly, yeah. Any, any, uh, I wake up at 2 or 3 or 4 in the morning, dude, and I go outside to the wood line to urinate. This is a throwback to your show the other night. Do you spit while you do it? Any man will spit in the urinal. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna, you know what, Buck? I'm going to give you the uh, prize pack. How about that? 
Dude, I'm in there. I'm in Redneckville, but I would love to have it. Yes. All right, hang on the line. You've won a pair of tickets to see Donald Fagan, the Night Flyers, August 16th at Atlanta Symphony Hall. You can take your bad parking wife uh, out on a date. So hang on. Chuck's going to get some info from you real quick. Marco and Norcross. Marco, what do you have? Hey, guys, great show. Hey, what's going on? How are you, brother? Hey, uh, hey I have the co-sign on uh, Johnny Kilbasa. Hardy's is uh, really excellent. I've been telling people about that. I was like, man, they had the best biscuit sandwiches in the what, One of the saddest days of my life, no joke, was when the Hardys on Howell Mill closed. It was it was uh, just awful. Peggy, you have about 10 seconds, dear. What's on your mind? Hey, um, I worked for a company that was implementing lean manufacturing, and their Ohio division decided to take the 5S into the office, which meant you had to outline on your desk where your stapler went, where your tape measure went, where your phone was, and everything always had to be in its place. You were allowed one picture on your desk, and you were allowed one thing that you could drink out of. So it could be either a can of Coke, a coffee cup, or a glass. Awful. Thanks, Peggy. Let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Unless I hear objections, I'm going to give it to Alex Williams. Little yeah. guy did really well. Did a good job. Short notice job. too. I told him yeah. right at six thirty yeah, at six forty. Yeah, uh, he did really yeah, he well. It. Yeah, good questions. Right. Good questions. Alex Williams, star of the show. Come see us next Wednesday at Gino's Pizza, Chester Bridge, Lenox Road. We'll be there broadcasting live seven to nine next Wednesday. Big show tomorrow. A lot of good guests. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.